the creators of Radar Peak, you're listening to Singularity, an exclusive episode for Patreon subscribers of Radar Peak, a three-body podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Brett. And each episode, we'll talk about science, emerging theories, unexplainable ephemera, and everything in between. We'll also be joined by experts in their field to bring even more perspective for your everyday life. So, settle in, buckle up, and prepare to have your mind expanded. This This is Singularity. Right. Well, perfect. Welcome. And thank you so much for making the time to be here. Brett and I are big fans of your TikTok and your YouTube. And we've got nothing but questions for you. Oh, you found my YouTube. We did. Oh, you poor people. Into the black hole. That's that's amazing. Yeah. TikTok is an amazing platform. Uh, People have been telling me to go on TikTok for a long time. And luckily, you know, a lot of, like, I've done some teaching and things like that, and people were advising me and everything like that. So it was really with the utmost trepidation, you know, that I went on it. And yeah, it was quite successful and very supportive community. I, I really liked that the community was quite supportive. Um, and people have been very polite, etc. And I don't really care if people agree or disagree with me at all. That, that's not the point. Uh, you know, it's basically please investigate things for yourself and, you know, um, be very careful of anything you see on the Internet. That's you know, really what I'm trying to say. And I'm using science as, as a way of doing this or, you know, certain the crisis in physics, the crisis in cosmology, uh, crisis in peer review, crisis in quantum mechanics, <laughs> crisis oh in my... yeah. STEM I mean, crisis. I, uh, it's it's in a state of constant crisis, and most of the crisis is a result of a failure of, of adhering to the independent investigation of truth. Most of the crisis is called, caused by people trying to figure out what's going on from some self-appointed elite. If we really look at the self-appointed elite, they don't have a clue what's going on any more than anybody else does. You know, here's the math. Learn the math, and if you don't know the math, figure it out. And, you know, all sorts of ways of, of learning it, and read the original documents. And even then, the original documents could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's we have to. You know, everybody has to figure out their own way. And um, you know, that's really the message. If you like. I have to say that's that's part of what I appreciated the most about finding you initially on on TikTok. I think uh, the TikTok algorithm showed your account to me maybe like two or three days after you had joined. There were maybe like six videos at the time, and I just honestly couldn't watch them quickly enough or enough times just because it was so refreshing seeing someone in the science community just bringing these sort of like you know lines of thinking of like observe what's there observe you know whether or not it holds based on the math observe whether or not it's known to be true because it's just been decided that we agree on this thing or if because actually it's based in in sound fact and observation and research and I just I thought that was so refreshing to see and obviously as a huge fan of science myself anybody who's communicating science to the masses in ways that encourages them to seek out these lines of thinking. I just think it's just a, a really nice thing to see sort of the science community not sort of gatekeeping sort of the, the thought process. Oh, that, that's very kind of you to say that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that because I, yeah, it, I, I was unaware because I sort of had been away from the 
sort of academic community for some time and away from, you know, the, the, the research and stuff like that and sort of came back to it. I went to New Zealand for a while and there I was mostly involved with um, education uh, within um, various different Maori and South Pacific communities uh, in South Auckland and uh, in particular. And when I came back, yeah, then so I had some personal stuff to, to try and get together and so on. But at the same time, I thought, well, I think I'll take out this astrophysics stuff and follow up on it. Okay, and that's uh, basically 2007 when I went and found uh, Werner Israel again, called him up. And uh, a lot of people don't know who Werner Israel is. Okay, and if I may, this is a story. So, Please, yeah, I became aware because of your TikTok, but I love a story time. I'm an old guy, so I'm going to wander off topic all over the place. But anyway, Werner, um, as he was telling me this story, um, uh, his parents escaped from the persecution of the Nazis while he was a baby in uh, Germany, uh, 35 or something like that. Okay, but they escaped to South Africa. So they were in South Africa, grew up in South Africa and, and so forth during the war and then after the war. Um, and at, uh, after he graduated, he uh, decided, being a precocious young man, uh, then wrote to Erwin Schrodinger, who was in um, Dublin. Okay, I've heard I, of him. Right. And uh, so he wrote to, Ver, uh, to, to Erwin Schrodinger and said, you know, that he really wanted to go out and search for the unified field theory, which at that time was the big thing. It's not the grand unified theory, but in that time it was unified field theory. And um, really wanted to be involved with that and would, you know, Erwin Schrodinger take him on and show him the ropes or, you know, so forth. And to his astonishment, he got a letter back. He got a response. And it wasn't from Erwin Schrodinger. It was from the dean of the college, or from, from the, the head of the faculty, who had written to him and said, well, thank you very much for your letter. We, um, uh, Dr. Schrodinger has retired and he has left. Okay, so he has left and, and uh, he's gone back to Germany. However, we do have a project for you, which is with scholarship, you know, everything paid for, etc., etc., to do research on general relativity that we have here. Would you be interested? Amazing. <laughs> well, of course, Werner would be completely out of his frickin' mind if he didn't take that on. So anyway, you know, back his knapsack and heads over to Dublin. Gets to Dublin, and they gave him Erwin Schrodinger's old office. Amazing. So he's walking into Schrodinger's office, the Erwin Schrodinger. Now, if you know anything about Erwin Schrodinger, the guy completely left the office. He just stood up, walked out, and there he is. He didn't clean no up his way. office. He didn't clean up anything. It was all mug packed with, with papers. The and, oh, gee, the coffee all was there. still cold sitting on the desk. <laughs> Thank you. I am out of here, right? <laughs> He's looking at this utter mess in this office, but it's a treasure, right? It's an absolute treasure yeah. for the guy. And there were big piles of paper, which Erwin Schrodinger had been uh, had been reading through with notes on them. He says, oh, this is nice. He moves a pile off the chair, I guess, sits in his chair and looks around and sees this pile. And he says, okay, well, it's got notes on it and stuff like that. Let's see. And they were, they were sort of categorized in different categories that Schrodinger was going through. And um, 
It was a pile of papers, and uh, it was on quantum gravity. And it had all the notes. Now, the notes were in German, but Werner was, you know, he, he could understand German. He knew German. Yes. So anyway, he's going through the papers that Erwin Schrodinger is reading on quantum gravity with Schrodinger's notes in the margins all over the place about how Erwin Schrodinger felt about quantum gravity. Mm-hmm. And as he was reading through, pretty well every single comment all said the same thing, that all of this was the work of a bunch of raving lunatics. Want to hear more? Subscribe to Radar Peak on our Patreon at patreon.com slash radarpeak. See you there.